What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Post Show Podcast. I'm your host, John the Video Guy. Hope you guys are doing well. In this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about the things YouTubers or content creators never really talk about when creating videos. All the struggles and the little bit behind the scenes things that goes on that, you know, probably no one notices. Hopefully no one notices. But I'm going to be talking about it in this episode if you guys are content creators and want to start doing, you know, this as a hobby or as a passion. Some of the things that you can expect and some of the things that I've ran into and maybe some remedies as well. I'm going to be talking through a few of these things. But first, as always, let's review the YouTube stats. So for my channel so far, I'm coming up out of... uh, kind of a downslope. I'm getting a few more views, a few more subscribers and watch time within the last 28 days. So currently I have 427 subscribers. I've gained about 6,000 views in the last 28 days, 228 hours of watch time, and I've gained 33 new subscribers. Top videos for the last 28 days, still at number one is Countdown Timer and After Effects. Then number two is Best iMac for Video Editing in 2022. Then in third, we have Video Copilot Effects Console. Then number four has been rising up the ranks lately is How to Use Podbean, Podcasting for Beginners. I don't know how I feel about that one rising up um, because it's interesting. I'm trying to lean my channel into more Premiere Pro and After Effects tutorials and having that rise up, you know, it kind of signals that, you know, A lot of my uh, new audience is coming from that video and they're just expecting, you know, how to use Podbean. Same with the iMac video as well because it's a little outside. I know I say best iMac for video editing. So at least it's video editing related, but it's interesting to see videos that aren't really specifically about, um, you know, my core video editing and uh, animation tutorials come out you know, of the ashes and start taking off. But a few of the next ones here are are video editing and animation related, so that's good to see. At number five is color banding, fixed color banding and After Effects gradients. I'm glad that one's getting a lot of um, traction. Of all the videos so far, that one's probably one of my favorite ones Um, because it was like a problem that I think I kind of put together a lot of different solutions for, so... A lot of the feedback from that one specifically was pretty nice. Then next we have how to remove plosives and audio pops in Premiere Pro. Then at number seven, we have animate increasing numbers in After Effects, count up and count down. Then we have convert WMV files on Mac. Then at number nine, we have alpha mats and After Effects. Then number 10 is actually a recent one. It's easy, elegant slideshow and After Effects tutorial. So that one's really taking off. And that was the top 10 videos in the last 28 days. Now let's see how the videos have done within the last 28 days that have come out. So the one that came out March 1st was Light Trails Animation and After Effects. This one did pretty good. It has 124 views so far, 8 likes. Out of all the videos so far within the last month, this one has done the best. The next one was Create Slow Motion Without High Frame Rate Footage inside Premiere Pro. This one did... Not bad. It did 33 views, 3 likes. Then the next one I thought was going to do really well, but it actually didn't. It was actually the worst performing video so far this month. It was called 10 Awesome After Effects Shortcuts in 5 Minutes. This one got 17 views, 1 comment, 2 likes. 
And then the next one was Preserve Skin Tones Color Grading in Premiere Pro. This one got 22 views, two comments, and four likes. And then the most recent one that came out is called How to Use the 3D Camera Tracker in After Effects. That got 16 views and three likes so far, but that's just a week old. So kind of up and down. Definitely the Light Trails animation uh, did good. And the Elegant Slideshow and After Effects did good so far. What is nice to see, and I don't want to jinx anything by looking at my analytics here, is I haven't had a dislike in a while, which is, you know, I'm knocking on wood. I don't really know how dislikes uh, affect a YouTube's channel. I honestly think any engagement's good engagement because, you know, if you have a polarizing subject, obviously you're going to have a lot of dislikes. But it's nice to see, you know, likes that actually these tutorials are actually helping people. If there's there are dislikes, that's actually a bad sign. So I am thankful that so far the last dislike I got was actually last year. I haven't got a dislike this year yet, which is, um, I don't know, I think a feat on its own, to be honest. I'm kind of surprised, but um, so far I have not received a dislike on any of the videos that have come out in 2022 so far. Now probably one of you are going to go and dislike a video, but, you know, it's just something that I've noticed since I've been getting into a groove with these videos. I think at this point in my content creation, I'm kind of past the point, you know, going to take a sidestep here and kind of reflect a little bit. When I first started, you know, doing two videos a week last May and coming out with these tutorials, I was really uh, passionate just coming out and making these videos. But now I'm kind of slowing down a little bit. I'm kind of, um, you know, I'm realizing how long of a, a game YouTube is. And I'm kind of just like, yeah, each, each week one video comes out. I've been alternating, you know, Premiere Pro, After Effects, Premiere Pro, After Effects. I've been kind of just in that groove lately. And I think I'm just starting to settle down and just kind of like, you know, it's like it's like getting on the highway if you're driving a car. It's like you might speed up to get onto the, you know, on the, off the off ramp onto the highway. And then you merge and then, you know, you find your lane and then you're kind of just, you settle down and you put it in cruise control. I think I'm kind of at that point with my uh, YouTube channel. This isn't, driving advice. Don't drive in cruise control if you're not in a wide open area. Oh gosh, what am I doing? Um, so, but that's where I'm really at. I think I found a pretty decent pace. I think I found con uh, content that I'm comfortable making for the long haul because it is easy to just make Premiere Pro After Effects basic, you know, video editing, animation tutorials, trying to hone in on like getting the people that are just starting, you know, to learn uh, video editing or animation, or maybe people that know Premiere Pro, but want to learn a little bit more about After Effects. There's a lot of people uh, I know that are kind of in that realm as well. They know like one software, but maybe they want to branch off into another software. But yeah, it's been, it's been kind of calm lately. So, you know, it's nice. I think it's just that realization of like, it's not going to happen overnight, you know, because at the beginning of this season, I came out and said, I hope to get a thousand by June. And definitely at this point, I know I'm not going to make that unless something really amazing happens in the next two months. 
but you know, I'm at almost halfway. So, you know, 50% is better than 0%, right? I think just coming to that realization of like how long of a game YouTube is, um, it's just something that you kind of have to just work at over time. And it's just going to be a very, very slow seed in some cases um, to grow and blossom into something. So yeah, that's my, that's my rant on my channel so far. Um, because I've noticed like the last three months have been really just stagnant. It's been like, you know, 28 subscribers, 29 subscribers, 33 new subscribers where, you know, I think I got a little, uh, ahead of myself back in November and December of 2021. I got like 60, 70 new subscribers within a month. And then that got cut in half. And then it's been at that half point for like the last three months. So it's been pretty, pretty flat, but it's coming up a little bit. So, you know, it just goes to show how in, how unpredictable the algorithm is. Um, it's really difficult to see what is actually working and what's actually not working. So what is nice to see that I did notice within the last at least within the last 90 days since um, the downtrend was that my impressions click-through rates going back up. It was like around 3, 3 to 3.5%, and now the average is actually 5.2, which is actually really good. Anything above 5 is uh, great for YouTube. So that's been a solid trend. I've been trying to be really consistent with my thumbnails um, lately, so I think that helps. What I notice with thumbnails is it's just trying to keep it simple, but also it has to be very clear and very enticing. So it's a combination of a lot of different things. You can't overcomplicate it, but it needs to be very clear of exactly what is happening, what is this video about, and it has to suck you into it. Like There has to be a reason why to click on it. So yeah, that that's my YouTube stats the last 28 days. I know I went long there, but... I think it's, I'm at kind of at that point where I'm kind of starting to get into a groove, starting to become more reflective and more just consistent in the content that I'm creating on my channel. So now let's get into the meat and potatoes, guys. Let's talk about the things no one talks about. So the first thing, being a content creator, a YouTuber, um, is dealing with noises. <laughs> Dealing with you never hear it at you never hear it because I always cut it out or even when you watch other people's videos they can probably attest to this is like the noises all the things that turn on turn off you know cars outside even things that you can't control um, you know I'm, I remember when I first started doing video video tutorials I had a clock in the room that I recorded my video tutorials and. No joke, guys, I would take it off the wall every single time and remove the battery because it would make a ticking sound and you could hear it ever so slightly in the background. So, yeah, there's things like that. That So I eventually just got rid of the clock. I actually moved it to a different room. But, you know, dealing with, like, you know, little sounds like that, fans, if, you know, if it's summertime and the fans are on, the AC, the furnace, sometimes I turn off the furnace, record a video, turn it back on or the AC if it's in the uh, summertime. So like little things like that are always tricky to try to work around. Um, and then there's things that you can't control, like things outside like bees or cars, the wind, the rain, um, and different weather, depending how close to the outside you are. 
Yeah, it's fun working with noises. So if you hear a very clear YouTube video or a podcast episode, you gotta gotta appreciate it because you know a lot of work went into trying to cut out the noises and the you know the background elements that go on when you're trying to record something live. The next thing that isn't really an issue for me anymore, but it could be an issue if you do batch recordings, meaning if you batch con you batch your content, like say if you have a free day, you record like two to three videos in like one day. Um, I used to do that. I used to record like two videos a day if I had like a day off or whatnot. But um, now I'm only doing one video a day. But what I noticed is a few times I got lazy and I didn't change my shirt uh, between those days. And so, you know, videos would come out in sequence of me wearing the same exact shirt. And I know it's something that probably not a lot of people would notice. Especially since, you know, and something I kind of realized lately too is like 95% of the people that watch your videos, it's the first time they're watching your videos. Um, really only 5 to 6%, at least so far on my channel, is actually people coming back and rewatching, you know, or, you know, uh, the people that have already watched my content that's coming back and watching more of my content. But, um, yeah, changing shirts. If you batch record your content, if you change shirts, that will help you out. It'll make you look fresh in between things. And even like when you upload, you know, one of the default playlists in YouTube is just the upload section. If you're wearing the same shirt and your thumbnails back to back, that kind of looks, you know, it looks like you're wearing the same shirt, man. Especially if it's a very specific shirt, too. Like, if it says something on it, it, it literally is the same shirt. There are other people, you know, that have, like, a whole, like, you know, 20 shirts of the same shirt. I think I had Erica on earlier in season one, and she talked about marketing. And I think she had a friend that wore, like, the same shirt over and over. It was, like, a branding thing. If it's a branding thing, I think it's fine. But, like, if it's, like, a specific shirt, guys, like, you know, if I'm wearing, like, a Cleveland Browns shirt, I never really do wear, like, a very specific team shirt or thing that has a specific logo on it. But, you know, if it's very identifiable and if it's back-to-back-to-back, you know, people might notice. People might call it out. I remember I got this weird comment one time. This is turning into, like, a a YouTube Diaries uh, podcast episode. I got this content or this comment one time that said, hey, this is going to sound weird, but I don't think your glasses fit your face. And I was like, that is such a weird comment. It's something I never thought about, but, you know, it just it just made me realize that people do pay attention to your appearance sometimes. So it's just keeping that in mind is just something to keep on your radar if you are planning to become a content creator or if you batch record your content. So the other thing that I think everyone uh, deals with that I'm even dealing with right now as we speak is talking normally, creating complete sentences. <laughs> it's weird talking, especially if you're uh, by yourself in a room to a camera, it's very weird. It takes a lot of practice to do that. And not only just doing that, but actually uh, talking fluently to the camera or even talking fluently to the microphone if you're doing a podcast, you know, audio only uh, episode like I'm doing right now, right? 
So it, I think it just takes a lot of time and practice to just get comfortable in front of the camera, in front of the microphone to actually, you know, elaborate and talk fluently to get your point across. Now, one thing I did run across when I was kind of searching, like, how do you talk, you know, more confidently in front of the camera? How do you talk more fluently? Um, one thing I ran across was that if you talk with your hands, it's going to sound crazy, but it actually helps you articulate better because the movement of your hands, when you actually talk with your hands, like I'm doing now, you guys can't see it. It's audio only, but maybe you can hear it is the, um, it helps with fluently, you know, you can talk more fluent, uh, it helps your brain connect dots more and you're able to articulate your thoughts more and you can get to the point better and more clearly. So that's one thing I realized and it did actually help me. I used to actually talk a lot with my hands earlier um, in my earlier tutorials. I actually really <laughs> violently used my hands at the camera to get my point across. But talking with your hands is actually a really good technique if you want to articulate your thought. And not even for content creation. If you're just talking to someone and you have you're having an issue trying to actually get across what you're trying to say, try talking with your hands and your brain will probably automatically connect the dots and get to your point that you're trying to get to a lot better. So I know if I ever became a keynote speaker on stage, I'd be, be definitely talking with my hands, guys. But, um, you know, that's something I learned uh, as a content creator, the little things people don't talk about. But, you know, the struggle is real. Just talking, sometimes I am talking with my hands and uh, I still can't speak English. So, you know, it's something that, you know, you'll notice that, you know, content creators will cut out, you know, all the bad takes and just you'll only see the best. But it's just something, another thing that people don't talk about. So another thing is like hair, uh, making sure I comb my hair before I get on camera. This is this is something I'm really guilty, but I think I'm I'm just a guy and I don't care as much. Um, is making sure like, especially my hair grows very quickly, so I have to I shave almost every three to four days. I uh, you know I get my hair cut almost once, twice a month, not twice a month, every other month. Um, so yeah, it's just, I try to schedule my videos, uh, on the days, you know, where right after I shower or, you know, that way I'm freshly groomed and then I go right into making a video. So, you know, just keeping that in mind, I think if you combine your content creation with your hygiene routines, I think it will help you out quite a bit. Um, that's something that has worked out for me, but sometimes I slip once in a while. And I think that's something a lot of people don't talk about is just like, you know, making sure you look presentable in front of the camera. If you are using a camera, if you're using a microphone, you don't have to worry about here. It's just audio podcast. You know, I could look like anything and it'd be fine, but yeah, that's something, something to consider. And the last thing I'm going over five points. The last thing is the camera battery, camera power, or audio power. You know, I'm looking at my Zoom recorder right now. Right now it's full charge, but you know, um, there's tendencies if you're recording that the power or the battery gets low, it turns off. What is nice, there are different audio recorders and the camera I use actually has plug-in power. So I never have to worry about the camera turning off. The only thing I really have to worry about is the power on my Zoom recorder turning off. 
that's the one thing that can't have actually, you know, AC power. But, um, yeah, that's always a thing. If you notice like your camera turns off and then you got to stop, redo it. Um, that's something that I don't think people talk about that, you know, happens behind the scenes a lot of the time. I used to use a camera that would turn off every 30 minutes or so. So, you know, I'd have to turn, you know, eject the battery, put in a new one, charge the old one. But now I do have plug-in power, which is really nice. If you guys are curious, you know, my gear equipment is down in the show notes if you want to see what I use for my videos. Something similar is nice. I've been liking the Sony cameras lately. I don't have one personally, but if I were to upgrade, probably get a Sony camera, guys. I'm really on... Sony is just ahead of their time, so... And the other thing when it comes to power is my laptop. So since I am doing some heavy-duty tutorials, I basically, how my setup is, I, is I have a laptop, camera's above it. The other thing is the laptop. So if the laptop's low on battery, I have to plug it in. That could die as well. So it's just things dying, guys, you know. Just got to make sure everything's powered. But, you know, doing motion graphics and video editing takes a lot of power. So when I'm not on power, it does suck up a lot of energy. Um, and the fans go on, which is another thing that picks up noises. Sometimes later in my tutorials, 20 minutes into a long tutorial, hear my fans kick on on my computer. So, all right. So those are the top things that YouTubers or content creators don't talk about. I hope you enjoyed my list. A little behind the scenes of things that you guys might not notice. That goes on. So now to wrap up the episode, let's go over the future videos for the next month or so. And we got two more episodes, guys. So, you know, we're approaching the end of season two. I hope you guys have learned something if you guys are into content creation or starting your own personal brand. But coming up here, coming out, what the video that just came out this past week is called Create Easy Elegant Slideshows in Premiere Pro. And if you listen to last week's episode, this one's comparing the successful slideshow video that I did about a month or two ago inside After Effects. I want to see if it's like, are people looking to search for how to make slideshows or is it specifically like just an After Effects thing? And that'll be something interesting that I'll keep my eye on. The next is how to loop animations in After Effects. So I think that one's going to do good. I did a, I worked extra hard on the thumbnail here. I'm actually, if you know things about video editing and After Effects, I'm actually like holding a keyframe, which is pretty cool. And it's glowing. All right. And then next, uh, Remix tool in Premiere Pro, change any music length. So Premiere Pro on their latest update came out with Remix and actually their public version. It was in beta, but now it's actually available to the public in their full launch. So I made a tutorial going over how to use that. And then the last one going out in April is called Create Random Number Generator After Effects. Um, and basically, you know, it's like a raffle prize generator number thing. It, it's like a random generator. So if you guys want to see how to do that, that's the video there. Um, I noticed that in general, After Effects, like number, like animate up, count up, count down, animate numbers, those seem to be pretty decent videos. So I have a feeling that create random number generator might do well. So that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, take care. We look forward to bringing you more episodes in the future.